Hi, everyone. Welcome back to the next episode of the Bay Street Capital Holdings podcast titled How Do You Do It and Why Should I Care? This series aims to highlight women doing amazing work in various industries. So today we are so lucky to be joined by Jacqueline Brown, who is Senior Principal in Diversity and Inclusion at Workday. Hi, Jacqueline. Lovely to have you on the show. Hi, Layla. It's very nice to be here. Thank you. So I guess we could start off with a quick introduction about who you are and maybe an answer to the question of the podcast, which is, how do you do it and why should I care? <laughs> my, uh, my, again, my name is Jacqueline Brown. I am, I am a native of Washington, D.C. I've been in California for most of my career. I came right out of high school and worked my way through college full time uh, while working full time. And I guess why I should why you should care is that I am one of six children, the only one that has graduated from college with both an undergraduate and a master's degree, raised by a single mom, and I have been self-sufficient in supporting myself and growing my career. That is really awesome. So I guess um, let's start off with the question of what inspired you to join the DEI field? Was it one specific point in your life, or was it a combination of experiences? Well, what the, the specific point in my life that really propelled me into this work was after the events of last summer and the murder of George Floyd, and our company specifically was targeted on an initiative to grow representation of under uh, representation of black and brown professionals in our company, and they created this accelerator team or ta- our tiger team, if, if you would call it that, that was focused on those initiatives. And it is a one-year project where we're specifically focused on how to develop specific programs that target the increase and re- increase in representation and the career mobility of our underrepresented workday employees, as well as how do we hire more underrepresented minorities at workday. And what have you found to be the most helpful resources that have helped you in your work? Connections, really building strong connections and relationships. I really believe in connections through telling stories. I'm an introvert by nature, but one of the things I feel like is my superpower is really connecting with individuals or with, with people when we're sharing our stories, stories about ourselves, stories about our journey, stories about our personal challenges, and even stories about our success. Mm, that's really awesome. And what lessons did you wish you would have known before joining the DE&I field? I think what I would have wanted to know is um, it's a challenging field to be in. There's a lot of work to do, and the movement is slow. And so you have to come in with that level of tenacity for the challenges that you're going to be presented with, but also celebrating the small wins that you get throughout. Mm, that's really like such a insightful lesson, I guess, because I feel like the DE and I feel it sometimes can feel like so overwhelming. There's so much work still to do. But as you've mentioned, you've got to celebrate the small successes. Mm-hmm. Yes, absolutely. And thinking back around sort of the span of your career, what would you say was your biggest failure and what did you learn from it? Well, my biggest failure was probably that I didn't go to college straight out of high school. I moved to California and I I did go to college, but I wasn't really focused. My goal at the time was really how was really learning how to 
survive and how to take care of myself. And I feel like if I had really focused on college straight out of high school, then I would have developed what I called a mastery. So one of the things I think that's important about growing your career is really developing something that you master it. One or two things that you can say, this is what I'm really, really good at. You can be good at a lot of different things, but this is the one thing that I'm good at. And so for me, my career has been a series of moving around in different spaces. And I know a lot. I know a little about a lot of a lot of different things, but I struggle sometimes with just that mastery of that one thing. Mm-hmm, for sure. And what would you what advice would you give somebody who is wanting to start their career in the DEI space? To start your career in the DEI space, be really clear at what it is that or why you're doing it. That why is what keeps you there. That why is what also propels you to continue when it gets challenging, when it gets tough, when you don't see the progression that you want to see as fast as you want to see it. You've got to have a really strong why and a real, real sense of wanting to make an impact. Because that really is, that's the golden nugget, is the impact that you can make. But you have to really be dedicated to that. Mm, And I think that passion for your work and for what you do could be carried on into any industry, but specifically DE&I, because you're working with humans and people's lives. And I think that that's where it's probably the most important. Yes, absolutely. And when you think about the impact that you can make on people's lives, it's it's incredibly rewarding. That's why people go into the DE&I space. Yeah, you have to balance that. Yeah, exactly. And sort of speaking about the DEI space, what is one common myth that you would like to debunk about it? Oh, one common myth. I think that um, change is inevitable, but change is slow. Mm. Progress is inevitable, but progress is also slow. So, in terms of debunking that, it it really comes down to if everybody gets together and we're all targeted toward the same goal, then we can make an impact. Um, It's not a singular thing for one person to be able to make change. It takes all of us. And I don't know, I don't know if that's really debunking a myth more, more as much as it is really supporting. That's truly how it is. Mm, For sure. And I'm sure you're very busy at the moment with work and everything, but what have you read or listened to recently that's really inspired you? Oh my gosh. I have read so many different books, but one that I am reading right now that has really just cemented it for me is it's called The Sum of Us and it's by Heather McGee. And she really talks about how a small group of individuals and that have created a system that has really pitted us against each other, black, Mm -hmm. white, brown, it's pitted us against you against each other. And the, the lengths that they have gone through to really suppress the black, the brown and black people are now also, or have always also suppressed the white people. And it's an incredibly powerful book that really talks about how all of this has cost us not only emotionally, but economically. That seems like a really interesting read. I'll definitely make sure to check it out. Mm-hmm. Um, and the next question would be, who are three people in your life who have been the most influential to you? 
Oh, three people in my life who've been most influential to me. My husband, first of all, he is my rock. He um, supports me and uh, we support each other. But um, without him, I couldn't find the strength to continue to do this work. I would also say um, the group, the community that I have at work, our employee belonging counselor, our Black at Workday community, again, a group of individuals, like-minded, progressive, all working toward the common good to make an impact and change. And then I think the third person would, um, would probably be my mom. Without her strength and tenacity, which is where I get it from, I wouldn't be able to do what I do today. Oh, that's lovely. You're surrounded by such great people. And then finally, to wrap up our conversation, what is one piece of advice that you wish you gave yourself at any point in your life? I think I go back to the mastery, <laughs> develop a mastery, no matter what it is, just develop a mastery. Understand what that is too. Um, over the years, I've always been a little bit um, giving myself a hard time because I didn't have that mastery. But then when I realized it, I thought my mastery is connecting with people. So if you develop a mastery, but if you're not, if you're not clear where it, what it is, then focus on what it is that you already do really, really well. And you'll find your mastery. That's awesome. So thank you for that piece of advice. And thank you for taking the time to speak with me today. It was lovely to hear your story and to learn more about you, Jacqueline. It was very nice to meet you, Layla. And very, I'm, I'm honored to have spent this time talking with you. Thank you so much. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.